Hey guys, this is a message to the free portion of the podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if you know this, but I just got banned off Patreon. They ripped away my income. So it would mean a lot to me if you can come on over to Gumroad. That's where I'm hosting the show mainly. And the shows are usually an hour, 10, hour and a half long. So you're only getting five to 10 minutes here. It would be greatly appreciated if you can come on board Gumroad. Wrongop.gumroad.com or you can find the link on wrongopinion.net. Thanks. Josh Rayner Gold, you're here. I am here. You know, I just started the interview, but we could still just talk like it's not an interview. Yeah, let's do that. So I'm in Costa Rica. Where are you? Yeah, how did you how did you end up out in Costa Rica? Um, my my uh, parents have been living here for more than ten years or so. Um, in two thousand and six or so, my dad bought some land back there, um, and uh, the past five years he's been farming it. That's awesome. Yeah. So my wife, uh, we had a baby a year ago. And uh, we were living in Los Angeles, and I didn't want to raise the kid there. Uh, so I thought I was going to go to Montana. And then my dad's like, why don't you guys come down here? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, a thousand times yes. So yeah, Costa Rica, Montana. I mean, Montana yeah. seems like an awesome op- option as well. I, I, I like the cold. I mean, Montana's beautiful. Um but winters are, would be long there. Like I live in yeah. Colorado now. I yeah. also used to live in LA. And the winter is beautiful here. It is sunny. Like yeah. you'll have a snowstorm and the next day it's perfectly clear, beautiful day. Then you get to enjoy right. the sun coming down on the snow. And even if it's like 20, 25 degrees, you could still be out there shit with your shirt off. And it's just, yeah. it feels good. Um, yeah, Montana's a little different. So, well, you maybe have a certain yeah disposition, I guess, to do a Montana winter. My brother lives in Montana, and he loves it. And I, I figured, okay, now we're here, and maybe in a few years we'll do the Montana thing, and and just uh, maybe do half the year there, and then half the year here, or something. And I don't think it'll matter with the baby because. I'm not going to do school anyways, so you know we could just do whatever yeah. the fuck we want. What? Yeah, what if you were do, you, uh, summers in Montana and then <laughs> winters in Costa Rica. Exactly. What were you doing yeah. in in LA? Uh, Pre-COVID, I was a TV host. Pre? Oh, so you you just moved to Colorado? Yeah. Did yeah, you? Have- I actually. Uh, I first. So I was still living in LA. I lived in Venice for about seven years. Um, I'm originally from outside of LA and so, uh, COVID happened and I'm like, I got to get out of here. Um, and early on in 2020, I had made some friends online who owned a gym out in Salt Lake city. And I just like really hit it off with them. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to move to somewhere else. Um, and so I had like this whole community of friends just by moving to, to Salt Lake city. And I had said in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm not going to stay here. Like, it's beautiful, like around the surrounding mountains. I'm not a big fan of the city itself, but right. I knew, like, okay, this is a transition place. I'm going to stay here for maybe a couple years. My my mind, I saw myself. I'm going to I'm going to stay here until I find my wife, and then I'll figure out where I want to move after. And so I moved there in March of 2021, and then I met her in April. Oh shit! <laughs> um, 
on on Instagram actually, and she lived out in Boulder. Um, so then, like a few weeks later, I came here to, you know, to meet her, and then it was done deal. Wait, so you you the relationship started off on Instagram, like yeah. you didn't meet in person? No. How did you find her? Uh, one of one of my friends shared one of my posts in her story, and then she saw it, and then, yeah, she, like, DM'd me, and then... Oh, shit. She DM'd just, you. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Wait, so so you, you were living in L.A., and you were a host. Um, so did you grow up with farming or anything like that? Nope. Not at all. Okay, I, then I grew this up makes in a beach that... town... <laughs> Yeah, this makes this that much. How old are you? Uh, I'll be 32 in May. Okay, so I'm only like three or three and a half years older than you. So this is actually interesting because I grew up in Miami, Florida. So we, we're, we're both city boys. Yeah. And beach you, boys, too. Beach boys. And yeah. you took to farming, and you're drinking raw milk right now. You took to farming. Yeah. Uh, I had some water buffalo milk, raw water Dude. buffalo milk. Um, it it is it's so fucking creamy. Yeah, it's, it's just powerful. like yeah, it's like eighteen percent fat, whereas like milk is like five. Yeah, no, Cow's it's milk is it's, like five. it's so we can get into raw milk and talking talk about the importance of it. You know, yeah, what's funny will. is that I get memed into certain things, and 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 it's because my gut is very strong. Like I got memed into liver. I got memed into. Uh, eating red more red meat or pretty much only red meat and raw milk and all that uh no seed oils everything right but i don't look into anything like on a deeper level i'm like i, I don't i don't have i don't have like the sources and i don't tell people i'm right because of xyz study i just say i'm right and and we can get into the importance of of all that stuff in a little bit but i'm still more interested in your personal life um, uh, because it's interesting. Well, on on that note, I would just will go back to it. But I'll, I personally, I believe that memes are more important than sources. Absolutely, you know? like absolutely. That's, that's how you should. Live it's your persuasive. Life. Hence, it persuaded yeah. me. You know what I mean? It persuaded. Like, but that's the thing. Did, wait, wait. So, you, were you memed into farming? Because I I see a lot of people online. They romanticize. Um, farming and they romanticize like living a certain way and it's almost like they're larping online but they don't really apply it to their real life they don't know how to um which we could get into like how can someone start living this way because it it, it almost seems unattainable for a lot of people so how did you get memed into farming if that's even how you got got into that yeah um i don't know exactly well, so like, you know, a simple backstory would just be sort of like the trajectory that ended, you know, where I am now with farming. Because it wasn't like I just woke up one day and decided I wanted to be a farmer. It was this kind of long process of something that turned into something else that turned into something else. So I was a lifelong athlete. And in high school, when I got really into lifting weights and stuff, then you start getting into nutrition. So like, okay, I got to got to eat a bunch of food so that all the work I'm doing in the weight room, I'll get bigger. And right. um, then in college, I started to get like really into actually learning about nutrition besides just like, oh, I'm going to eat a bunch. And I got really into, um, I got really into paleo. I started in CrossFit, started learning that. Yeah. And that was very much like a, 
oh, the foods that we're supposed to eat. I never thought of it that way. Right. Just food is food, sort of. And you understand that there's something that's like junk food and something that's like not junk food. But there's this idea that, oh, there's a food that is the best for you. It's medicine. It's sort of, it's medicine. It's by design. It's just the way that it's kind of supposed to work. And so I started getting way, way, way more into nutrition. Um, you know, it, it started with paleo. And then you start reading Weston A. Price. Um, and then you kind of come across, like I dabbled with just like various modifications of diet that were more performance-based. That's mm-hmm. why most of my 20s when I, I competed in strongman. Mm-hmm. And so everything was more so about like, okay, how can I either gain weight or lose weight? Do I have to make weight for this competition? That kind of a thing. And, <clears throat> but I always really prized like the healthiest, whatever I'm going to do, I still want to do it the healthiest. And as you start learning and you go, okay, yeah, meat's really good. I was always a big meat eater. You know, my mom's Persian. My first food was like blended lamb, you know, she put lamb in a blender and gave it to me. Um, And so you start hearing about, oh, there's this thing called grass fed meat because there are these bad farms and there's good farms. And then you start learning about regenerative agriculture and just this more like holistic approach to what food, you know, can be, you know, if the, if the cow lives a good life and it has good food, then it's better food for you. And that's that kind of deeper connection. And so I had been, you know, like, and when I lived in LA, I would get all my food from Belcampo, right? Because they were advertised. Um, And then they had, yeah, that whole thing came out that they weren't even selling their own meat. Yeah. Um, And they went under, they just went on the whole farm. They went, it completely tanked their whole business. Because I mean, the, the whole thing was, you know, look, you're in, you're in LA, right? And, and every like really trendy mom wants to know that her thing is the best that she's giving her kids. Right. And then every like, you know, even, you know, you're, I don't know what you call some like hippie gym bro, whatever you want to call what category I fell into was like, I want the best quality meat and eggs for my gains or however you want to look yeah. at it. 